0: Uh, let me be clear. <laughs> uh,
1: uh.
0: <laughs> that's the entirety of my, my Obama impression. Um, oh. That guy was always talking about um, whether or not we would allow him to be clear or not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a leader. <laughs> um.
0: Did you know, Lady Gaga was snoozing through the making of this album because she was bored. This way, I'm Maddie Hunt, and this is Think Outside the Box set.
1: And I'm Cameron Duet, and you know, I used to identify as an attack helicopter, but these days I identify as as a Harley. <laughs> Now, that's what I call a gender affirming surgery. <laughs> have you ever seen this, this it's cover before? So unhinged, yes. I've never seen it. I had no idea this was
0: the I remember cover. when it came out. I was just like, oh my God.
1: So, this is so we've been talking about Born This Way and other similar songs that have similar bits of rhetoric, right? About mm-hmm. like immutability politics, quick catch up. That's just yes. the idea that in order to be a Protected class, you have to convince people that um, it's not your choice. That it's not your choice. And that
0: the race, you know, social construct, but you know, the race you are born as, it's not something you can choose or change. Your sexuality. sexuality, If
1: you're trans, you were always trans. If you're disabled,
0: then it like happened to you. You didn't like choose to be disabled. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: You have to make like a, a case for, you know, your identity as being. Utterly, an act of God basically. utterly pre discursive yes you know yeah. uh, a, a, a piece of nature mm-hmm. uh, and so and that's basically what like gaga's you know born this way song is doing and it's literally saying like God you know made me this way mm-hmm. uh, and that's the level of rhetoric that it's on and this is a useful bit of rhetoric because it's pragmatic
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: in order to get certain rights you have to say what you have to say. And then, you know, behind closed doors, you can be like, well, sometimes I, you know, I may say I'm gay in public, but I actually, it's a little more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or I may say that I am a, you know, a a trans woman in public, but also it's a little more complicated than that. And maybe I'm a little bit something more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know how to experience this album cover which is basically Lady Gaga is like a, a mermaid except for the fish part is replaced with a motorcycle <laughs> and it says born this way yes this feels like a big wink to me this feels very self-aware like
0: yeah
1: why th- to say born this way it's like no <laughs> no one is born this way this is the most audacious like uh image that i've seen and it feels like this is a clue
0: i mean i feel like susan Stryker should be our guide to this this image you know talking about the technological body and like the constructed body Mm -hmm. um
1: rather be a cyborg than a goddess
0: yes a monster (laughs) yes Uh, we talked about it a bit during our nirvana season um the first episode especially uh yeah, maybe she was born the way in which she needed the gender-affirming surgery of getting a motorcycle
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: I mean, sometimes I wonder about that for myself. Like, do I need to be a Harley? Yeah. Is that the only way to get dudes to ride me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get your you people's attention. <laughs> Unless I go vroom-vroom. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, as for the first couple episodes... It's consistent with the first couple episodes, you know, like on the surface, she feels very populist in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Like she is saying things that the ways that the ways that she's actually like shocking are ultimately like they're obvious that people take issue with are kind of like shallow and like stunty. Yeah. And the songs themselves feel like on the surface, very, uh, you know, what you would expect, just like pop Mm -hmm. schlock. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you go, you peek under the surface a little bit. And it's like, there's so much to talk about here. Mm -hmm. There's so much substance. And uh, it's thrilling Mm -hmm. to listen to Lady Gaga and to think about Lady Gaga and talk about it. Because like, I keep going like, I don't know what I'm going to say. And then the moment I start listening to the songs and looking at the lyrics, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Mm-hmm. There's so much going on here, um, yeah. It's really satisfying.
0: Oh, the thing I was going to say is that she really leans into gay fandom. Yes, that's a a big theme of this album, and I, I wonder if also born like the the album and like the title is explicitly a nod to that, um, because you know the, the the social contagion of the trend of being gay yeah. had picked up some steam by that point, but this is like pre. Oh. Uh, marriage equality, like ruling this right, is This like, is like
1: Proposition Eight times.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's 2011, it's a little bit after that. That was
1: when did that happen?
0: 2006, 2007, I think. Oh, really? I want to say, yeah, but that's only this is only like five years after that. So, yeah, God, it's so crazy that it went that it like I can't believe that was that recently. Yeah,
1: I mean, lots that's changed.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like, um, she's very like definitely like leaning into it and, um, and and then she like does some very explicitly like she even calls out trans people in one of the songs yeah um, and then she has like the line about drag queens
1: yeah don't be a drag be a queen
0: <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> um, so she like she's really like leaning into it and um, standing with the well she is queer herself so yeah
1: it it is so frustrating to me how many queer people glom onto Taylor Swift's music hmm. and want her to be a symbol for them
0: or like a secret lesbian or something or a
1: secret lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. The gaylers. Uh And it's just like, and I know that queer people love Lady Gaga too, but it's like, why are we giving any attention (laughs) to Taylor Swift? Like other than like, if you like her songs, that's fine. But like, why are you trying to make her out as something more than she is when Lady Gaga is like right here yes, and being very interesting and being very vocal.
0: Yeah. And pink too. So yeah. No, the the artist. Not the artist I'm not saying pink. Lady Gaga is also pink. You mean I,
1: pink? <laughs> with the That's how it's pronounced cuz the exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs>
0: you really got to hit that close to the <laughs> Cuz it has an exclamation brought my mark
1: pop filter out. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, <clears throat> like there's Those are huge stars. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga especially. It's, it's like like 10 it's, foot tall. <laughs> a giant woman. <laughs> Let's talk about these songs. Yeah. Such a soft spot for this kind of like dance music. I think it's so catchy and it totally gets me every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The like side chained, like, mm, 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 mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's so fun. Hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think about uh, Lady Gaga's um, monogamous commitment?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was distracted for a second because I was like looking up the sales records. Cause, um, this album was her second album and it sold a lot less than her first one. And I think part of that is just like the music industry. Um, and it's changing and this is 2010, right? Or 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like even between, uh, 2008 and 2011, there was like a huge shift in the music industry. Um, she's going to marry the dark. She's going to make love to the stark. This is before Game of Thrones, remember. Uh, she's a soldier to her own emptiness. She's a winner and she's going to marry the knight Wait, and not going to
1: cry anymore. No more crying. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think? Are these poetic bluffs? Is there poetic weights? What, what do you think? Um, Tell me your thoughts, Maddie.
0: It, I feel like there's kind of a loose concept of just like subverting domesticity and monogamy. And being like, instead of settling down, I'm just gonna like uh, commit to just going out and having fun and like um, uh, cruising down the streets that you love in your fishnet gloves.
1: That is interesting because it's like I am going to be devoted to something. Yeah, to something. <laughs> <you> yeah. Think. <laughs> I think I'm a soldier to my own emptiness. is really interesting. It feels like uh like r- roomy annihilationist ah! you know or something what
0: is it like on a literal level what does it mean though because like your emptiness sees you as a soldier being a soldier to something is really odd for you like if
1: the emptiness is the uh uh what's the word I, I was going to say master master chief, but that's not what a president is for the army. That's Halo. <laughs> the master commander in chief. master chief. Fuck. Commander in chief. If the emptiness is the commander in chief, then you're a soldier. Like you're.
0: But you wouldn't say a soldier to the master in chief.
1: You're hung up on the the, the, the preposition. Is, is I guess. Such a weird preposition. Like. Yeah.
0: You're not a soldier against your own emptiness. You're not a soldier for your own emptiness. Right. You're a soldier to your own em- emptiness. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to figure out what's going on there.
1: Um, she just, says that she's a winner and that she's a loser.
0: Mm-hmm. She also says New York is not just a tan that you never lose, which
1: uh, like I think a there's a lot of a, product gloves here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Skeleton guns are wedding bells in the attic. Get ginger ready. Climb to El Camino front. Won't poke holes in the seat with my heels. Because that's where me we make love.
1: Come that's and run. a good detail. That is, yeah. that is a good <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, uh,
0: I think, I, I don't know how coherent this song hangs together as a single thing.
1: Uh, but it has some fun little images I like the stuff. vibe of it mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm into it. Should we talk about Born This Way?
0: Yeah, let's do it. So hard something about this melody makes me think of like 80s pop
1: yeah i think these melodies are great and really catchy mm-hmm. yeah yeah they make sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that to me is like, I don't know, Cindy Lauper, like Belinda Carlisle song yeah. or something. Like, God, I love Cindy Lauper. We should cover Cindy Lauper. Okay. Yeah. Like the song She Bop. Like, come on. <laughs> Have you seen the, the music video for Girls Just Want to Have Fun? No, I've
1: never seen I'm the music video. I'm going to show you a still
0: image from it that okay, I saved to do. my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take me a second,
1: but um, just under your vision board.
0: Yes. <laughs> Manifesting.
1: Uh while you're doing that, I'll pull up a little sound sample. Uh, this is the intro to this song.
0: It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H I M. Just put your paws as you were born this way, baby. <laughs> I love the pause. <laughs> Uh, I love Paws Up. That's very funny.
1: So, yeah, it doesn't matter if you love him. I'm assuming this is like directed to her gay male Mm -hmm. audience or capital H-I-M, meaning God. Mm -hmm. The ultimate man. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate top. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ah, The alpha male.
1: And then put your paws up.
0: (laughs) That rules. I love that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, my mama told me when I was young... We are all born superstars. <laughs> she rolled my hair and put my lipstick on in the glass of who of her boudoir.
0: When you're a baby?
1: I when guess. you were born, she did that to you. <laughs> yeah, to to me, this this sounds like a case of nurture <laughs> and not and not nature.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um
0: Here's here okay, here's that silly image from the girls just wanna have fun video.
1: Oh my god, what is happening here? <laughs>
0: she she goes out of the house. Um, like in the lines where, um, the, the dad's like screaming at her, like, when you're going li- to live your life right? Like he, in the, in, in the music video, he's like, um, a guy wearing a like white tank top colloquially, colloquially called a wife beater. And he's just like kind of a shithead. And she goes out and grabs a huge group of like party people and like go, goes back and invades the house and then like shoves him up against the wall and like puts him in a, um, like. What you, some? It's like a it's just.
1: I don't know what not, the name like of that headlock, is.
0: But like a, like yeah, pulling the arm up behind them. Yeah, some sort of like restraint lock thing. Yeah, she just like totally doms her own dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's pretty hot. <laughs> anyway, that's Sydney Locker. <laughs> I love that. Um,
0: yeah, there's nothing wrong with loving who you are. She said, "Cause he made you perfect, babe." And that's that's the line that keeps coming up. It's like, and I, I've heard trans people talk about this and try to talk about how they want to talk to their religious relatives and be like, yeah, God don't make mistakes. And like, God made me trans. God made me trans. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, shockingly, it doesn't really work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I I appreciate the like sentiment of being like, yeah, God made you perfect. How you are. Um, that's, it's nice to hear. It doesn't convince fascists though.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there are some people who have room or can be convinced to make room in the cosmology for, uh, you know, be having, having their understanding expanded or like, because, because, you know, at some point when things are like manifesting, you know, in nature and in society enough, it it can be a little bit hard to say like, this is evil, mm-hmm. especially like, when a trans person is nice to you <laughs> and nicer than you feel like being to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I think it works with some people. Um, but I also think that people need to divest from a uh, biological family uh, when it mm-hmm. is BDS
0: <laughs> <The> biological family. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. When, when it's harmful um, and maybe also just period. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah um this is the song where okay i'm just she uses the word orient multiple times she does which is not my favorite thing that she's ever done
1: (laughs) no um
0: you don't need to do that lady no
1: one asks you to do do that that.
0: verse three don't be a drag just be a queen whether you're broke or evergreen you're black white beige cholo descent you're lebanese you're orient Whether life's disabilities left you outcast, bullied, or teased. Rejoice and love yourself today, because, baby, you were born this way. And then there's a chorus with new lyrics. No matter gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, transgender life. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to survive. And then she goes right back to no matter black, white, or beige, chola, or orient made. (laughs) She goes back to that well. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to be brave. Yeah. Um, That's a nice thing to say. And also just like... Positive mention of trans people in tw- 2011 from a cis yeah, person it's amazing. is still, you know, pretty rare at that time.
1: Uh, so apparently, like Orville Peck, a few years ago, uh, did a cover of this song. Uh huh. Um, so what is what do they do? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, so apparently, Peck updated uh, instead of Chola or Orient, said Asian or Latinx made. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know if like Gaga like sanctioned that specifically but I I've heard that uh that the lady has said that she regrets that
0: I believe it I haven't yes. been able to find so. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah I remember when I like told my my papa um my grandfather uh that like you can't say Oriental anymore. (laughs) And he's like, what do you mean? (laughs) Uh, Which, you know, I, I understand the like, like language isn't monolithic. And sometimes, uh, the, sometimes the socially incorrect, you know, or like mostly consented on like offensive word sometimes is used by those people that you're not supposed to, you know, right. Yeah. You know, uh, but um lady gaga has a lot of resources <laughs> and should know better and could get consultants who know better <laughs> yes exactly so well should we uh i i, I have a couple sound samples here let's mm-hmm. see we got some fun puns don't be
0: a drag just be a queen don't be a drag just be address? a queen don't be a drag just be a queen. Mm. Mm.
1: And he, here's that uh, little sermon in the alternate chorus. Don't be
0: a drag, just be a queen, whether you're broke or evergreen. You your black right white face show legislation, your Lebanese, your Orient, whether like disabilities left you outcast, but leader teased. Rejoice and love yourself today, cause baby, you were born this no man against made violence being transgender life on the right
1: track. She even says trans <laughs> transgender or not.
0: Not transsexual. Transsexual.
1: <laughs> like certain insurance companies. Yes, may. <laughs> are still doing in 2023.
0: Yes. Um, I know a lot of people who are living the lesbian, transgender life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Lady Gaga's to thing separately, but they don't have to be.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Let's... Do you... It seems like we should talk about... Government I mean, hooker. We should talk about government <laughs> it's hooker. An arresting title. <laughs>
0: it's very arresting. I can be you just wanna
1: be Let's just let it ride. A ride. Okay.
0: Not this, i'm not suppressing times like place <laughs> i hear the cry. Go, go, go. go, go. go, go.
1: government uh i want a really quick music theory corner this is a pretty pretty distinctly like minor key song Mm -hmm. uh but i like that she sings as long as i'm your hooker which is like the major six Mm -hmm. normally in like a minor key song like this it would be as long as i'm your hooker or Mm -hmm. as long as i'm your hooker or something like that Huger, that little dorian moment mm-hmm. it's really interesting there's a lot of like really like harmonically complex moments in lady gaga's music we talked about that mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. um yeah and, it, and this isn't a particularly melodic song so like these <laughs> yeah, choices are true. really interesting because it's not the most singable song yeah. but she's still making interesting choices
0: uh-huh. um she has a really interesting quote about it um from a New York Times interview. I originally wrote the song for fun, and as I was writing it, I thought about the idea that the most fabulous and the most upper echelon of the hooker or the prostitute are the ones that would be sleeping with politicians, the government hooker. And then I started to think about how there were lots of women in history who were having affairs with very important men and how those women affected politics and how those women affected those men's decisions as sort of the other woman behind the man. And it was meant to be a song of sort of reverse empowerment. Instead of being called a hooker, you call yourself one and assume the power for yourself. I guess I imagine in my mind a huge political figure in a back room with a beautiful woman and she somehow influences him to vote, yay or nay, in the Senate, either way. It doesn't feel like that's really in the text of the song. No. (laughs) (laughs) And just saying the phrase government hooker doesn't make me think of any of that. No. (laughs) It just makes me think of like government cheese but the government's like (laughs) providing like food stamps for sex oh my god for going to see sex workers
1: yeah some people have suggested that oh god yes (laughs) oh no i didn't make that connection to the insults you're right yeah yeah um i could be girl unless you want to be man i could be sex unless you want to hold hands uh i could be mom unless you want to be dad. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The, yeah, this this song mostly just seems like she wants to like uh, be wanted and be needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about government hooker. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of these concepts are yeah aren't really supported in the text of the song a lot of uh-huh. the time. Um, I think that it is interesting that she is trying to on some level romanticize patriarchally feminine power Uh and how it could be used for good Mm
0: -hmm. uh
1: but yeah that's That's a
0: complicated conversation
1: yep (laughs) i think it's interesting um but yeah she just says that in an interview and not in the song which is fine yeah (laughs) but yeah i don't know if this should be a song
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) if it needs to be there's just like so much of it that just seems like out of nowhere like I'm gonna drink my tears tonight. I'm gonna drink my tears and cry, cause I know you love me, baby. I know you love me, baby. Like, how does that fit into what it is ostensibly I about?
1: Know. I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. It seems like we should talk about Judas.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it was one of the um, biggest singles from yeah, this. Yeah, this is
1: one I've heard. Yeah.
0: Is such a good line. I've learned love is like a brick. You can build a house or sink a dead body.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> or throw it at a cup. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like the I don't know how I feel about like the metaphorical <laughs> the attempts to make metaphors out of like a dichotomy of Jesus and Judas. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, I feel like Jesus is my virtue and Judas is the demon I cling to. Yeah, I feel I've always sort of seen it seems like the more like potent way to like talk about Judas is like either as someone who's a fucking narc uh-huh. or someone who uh, is trying to be a, like, trying to have the pretense of being a leftist. But like when push comes to shove, like doesn't follow through mm-hmm. um, or won't make compromises or something. I don't know. Uh, I think either of those are really interesting, but like this is more just sort of like a good and evil kind of dichotomy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Are there some lines that are about like maybe like the kind of homoeroticism between them because there's kissing involved? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: is Godspell homoerotic?
1: Is Godspell homoerotic? Don't they like uh, sing
0: at each other? Like, isn't that most of the musicals them singing at each other? Yeah. Or is it? Am I thinking Jesus Christ Superstar?
1: I've never seen. I've only seen Godspell, but it's been a minute. Uh huh. Um, I think I might be
0: thinking of Jesus Christ Superstar because I saw like a scene of the movie version at some point.
1: I don't know. Everyone from the '70s just sort of looks like they suck cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to say. And I, mean, I don't know if that means yeah. that it's homoerotic coming from them. You know. <laughs> It's no, just no, something it's you kidding. did. It wasn't, it's was
0: not a, like a homo thing. You just suck up, you suck
1: up. it's
0: not homo. No homo. <laughs> or, you know,
1: no <laughs> homo. <laughs> uh, in the most biblical sense, oh, ew, you. This is, this is. I am beyond repentance. Fame hooker, prostitute, wench vomits her mind. Uh, but in the cultural sense. I don't like this.
0: This is like bad live journal poetry. I
1: should just speak in future tense. Judas, kiss me if offensed.
0: This is bad live journal poetry. It's serious. This or
1: is wear weird. ear condom next time. Not even
0: at ear and ear condom. It's just wear ear condom. Yeah. Um, I will recommend the poem St. Judas by James Wright. Um,
1: I don't know this one. Read the whole thing. Okay, right
0: great. Uh, St. Judas. When I went out to kill myself, I caught a pack of hoodlums beating up a man. Running to spare his suffering, I forgot my name, my number, how my day began, how soldiers milled around the garden stone and sang amusing songs, how all that day their javelins measured crowds, how I alone bargained the proper coins and slipped away. Banished from heaven, I found this victim beaten, stripped, kneed, and left to cry. Dropping my rope, aside I ran, ignored the uniforms, then I remembered bread my flesh had eaten, the kiss that ate my flesh. Flayed without hope, I held the man for nothing in my arms. Wow. Yeah. So Judas um, is, because in the Bible, I don't remember if it's like an extra biblical story or something, but like the story is like that. he kills himself. Yeah. Um, I think. And I don't know if it's just like, no, I think it's know. in the Bible. One of the, the that gospels says DLC that he like that he kills himself and then he
1: gets like bloated and then like his tummy explodes. What the f- That's in the Bible? I think it is. Jesus. Yeah. It's kind of gory
0: um yeah so he's like but on his way to killing himself he like saves another person um Hmm. even though he knows that like it's not gonna redeem him he knows that it's like not um he's still banished from heaven you know um yeah it's it's a really interesting poem
1: yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what to do with the song (laughs) (laughs) uh what else should we talk about it's starting to get late
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I kind of want to talk about Americano and Shysa. Okay. Um,
1: my, my favorite drink. <laughs> <Not
0: really. laughs>
1: Thing of the revolution. Mi corazón, mi elepo, my heart hurts for my generation. Mm-hmm. Let's no, say that in Spanish. <laughs> <On a
0: Wednesday>, <laughs> <ambas>. <laughs> <laughs> Podemos pasarnos <laughs> en la costa oeste, del oeste.
1: Well. What do you think about this song? What do you have to say? Um, I didn't want to talk about this song. You didn't? <laughs> no, oh, but I thought but it was you just do. like
0: kind of odd. Like it feels like a little bit of cringe allyship.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um it's supposedly supposed to be a like lesbian song uh, involving immigrants and stuff. Um but it's it's kind of like non specific. It doesn't doesn't sound like necessarily lesbians. Like, she could be singing from the viewpoint of, like, a male character. Um, and it's just kind of, like, incoherent. She, like, keeps throwing Spanish words in there, but her pronunciation's not very good. Um, she, she is kind of, like, the way she sings the chorus is pretty great. Apparently in some interview she says, um, it sounds like a pop record, but when I sing it, I see Edith Piaf in a spotlight with an old microphone. And she's mm. totally singing, like, Edith Piaf.
1: Well, should we talk about Shaysa? Yeah. We call
0: him do whatever you like, shy the size mine, shy be mine. Put on a show tonight, do whatever you like. Shy the size of mine, shy be mine. When I'm
1: on a mission,
0: I rebuke my condition. If you're a strong female, you don't need permission. I I don't know why she's doing like the weird fake German stuff.
1: Yeah. So she speaks a lot of German sounding words, but apparently they're absolutely gibberish.
0: Apparently. Like I I don't know almost any German, but it, yeah, it doesn't seem, and you know, the genius uh, doesn't think it's real German either. So it definitely doesn't seem like it. Um, I'll take you out tonight. Say whatever you like. Scheisse, scheisse be mine, scheisse be mine. <laughs> put on a show tonight, do whatever you like. And scheisse, did we say that that just means shit in German? Yeah. I don't know if we said that, but
1: yeah. Um. Uh, so apparently, like, there's some quote where she says that when 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 she talks, all people hear is blah, blah, blah. Oh. Like, I might as well be speaking in another language. It's
0: all Greek to me. Yeah. German
1: is, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> is some it's real a real weird <laughs> synesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> This song I wrote right after I left Berlin. I went to the laboratory club the night before. I had some fun with my friends. Then the next day, I wrote Scheisse. I meant it like, shit, it's good. (laughs) But I also meant it the other way. Because this song is really about wanting to be a strong female without all the bullshit that comes along with that. Uh, Anything that gets in your way from being brave. It's not the only word I know. (laughs) I just like that word. It's sexy. Oh, interesting. <laughs>
0: That's funny. She's doing a little bit of like language poetry. <laughs> yeah. Um there there definitely seems to be like some feminist themes in the lyrics of the song, you know. When I am on a mission I rebuke my condition. If you're a strong female, you don't need permission. And the chorus is I think there's some like interesting ideas going on here. I don't know like how much they like add up to something cohesive, but I wish that I could dance on a single prayer. I wish I could be strong without somebody there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure how those relate to like empowerment and having to deal with bullshit.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um,
0: they're kind of interesting
1: ideas though. Um, do you want to talk about bad kids?
0: There is a first two in this song that has more to say.
1: Okay. Read it.
0: Love is objectified by what men say is right. Shysa, shysa be mine. Bullshit be mine. Blonde high-heeled feminists enlisting femmes for this. Express your womankind, fight for your right. What you, are you, you talking think
1: about? Some uh, white feminism here? <laughs> What's going on?
0: <laughs> I guess so. Um, I do appreciate, like, there have been strains of feminism that are, like, very femme phobic or, um, like, uh, don't like, you know, people who wear a lot of makeup or, like, sure. any of the things that are, um, like, fit stereotypical images of womanhood like if you engage in them it's like automatically bad right um there's definitely like it feels like she's sort of pushing against that with this yeah like (laughs) the fact that they're they're these blonde they're like feminists who are blonde which there's like the stereotypes about like the dumb blonde right dumb blonde yeah and they're like high high heels that that was like you know there's a stereotype about feminists throwing out high heels or burning bras like all that shit you know
1: um, right. Hmm. So like, like women, maybe she's saying like women who can achieve some kind of power in the patriarchy, some sort of like, uh, deputized status in the patriarchy, eschew your role, become feminist with us. Maybe it's like a uh, call yeah. for women who have privilege. Mm hmm. Because of their femininity, because of their whiteness, Mm -hmm. their ultra whiteness. Yeah. I guess that's like a really generous read of this. It is a very generous read. eschew your privilege. Yeah, Uh, I I,
0: feel like that's reading a lot into the song. Yeah,
1: I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to give Lady Gaga too much credit here. I
0: don't think there's a ton going on. It's it's
1: weird that she's like, say, blonde, high-heeled feminists, (laughs) enlisting femmes for this. I don't know. I don't know about this. All right. Let's talk about Bad Kids. I like this song a lot.
0: It's a really
1: weird chord progression.
0: <laughs> Don't the I'm a twit. Degenerate young rebel and I'm proud of it <laughs>
1: uh I think this song is really fun um I like songs that are about like breaking down concepts of like good or bad or morality uh I like when queer politics are sort of saying like I identify with a villain mm hmm Um, we don't care what people say. We know the truth. Enough is enough of this horseshit. I am not a freak. I was born with my free gun. Don't tell me I'm less than my freedom. Uh, I'm a bitch. I'm a loser, baby. Maybe I should quit. I'm a jerk. Wish I had the money, but I can't find work. I'm a brat. I'm a selfish punk. Really should be smacked. I'm so
0: bad. I need a spanking.
1: (laughs) My parents tried. So they got divorced because I ruined their lives. <laughs> uh, I like how petulant this song is uh-huh. and self-conscious it is. Um, and then how um, sort of...
0: Yeah, the pre-chorus is, I'm a bad kid and I will survive. Don't know wrong from right. I'm a bad kid and this is my life. One of the bad kids don't know wrong from right. And then it switches viewpoints. Yeah. Don't be insecure if your heart is pure. You're still good to me if you're a bad kid, baby. I mean, I I find a lot of like fun and playfulness, and to some degree, empowerment of just like owning the fact that I'm kind of a bimbo sometimes and like a, a real sloppy bitch <laughs> <laughs> at other times. Um, so I definitely like see the the uh, yeah. the power in just like claiming things, and it helps um, undercut or like subvert these like weird. Black and white, like binary ideas of morality.
1: I think this lyric here is pretty, pretty potent. Mm. Pump your fist if you would rather mess up than put up with this.
0: Fuck yeah. I Absolutely.
1: Think that's, that's I think so that's good. really nice.
0: That's really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, what if um, being messy uh, is better than maintaining the status quo? What, yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so- or even failing, like messing up. Like yeah. Failing. Is better than like putting up with this fucked up system that we have
1: making the making the right choice at the wrong time Mm -hmm. making the wrong choice at the right time any of those can be like really powerful Mm -hmm. tools to disrupt
0: yeah and there's in the bridge she gets into some stuff that is really interesting in light of i i got the sound sample okay it's really interesting in light of the fact that the album is called born this way
1: here it comes Disasterous. Speak on this.
0: On the on the holding the breath part, or all of it. All of it. All of it. Um, so the album is called "Born This Way," and the song "Born This Way" um has a lot of like, you know, God made me perfect you know i you know, god made yeah. me this way and that's per- i'm perfect just the way i am just the way i was created and this really gets into like the nurture side of na- nature versus nurture and like the constructed identity and um things like coercively assigned gender stuff um i'm i'm a bad kid like my mom and dad made me i'm not that cool and you hate me i'm a bad kid that's the way that they made me yeah like hmm. she was born this way perfect the way god made her and then they made her a bad kid. Yeah. a very direct way of like, I'm only quote unquote bad because that's what you think of me. Like, this is your judgment. And like, um, yeah, she just like leans into it. (laughs) I like that a lot.
1: It's really interesting. It kind of reminds me of um, how important like spirituality and theism specifically is is important to like my parents Mm -hmm. and how I feel like I was just totally ready for some post-rational imaginative spirituality and maybe even some sort of healthy theism Mm, mm -hmm. as a kid. Uh And once I started speaking up like in Sunday school and stuff, uh, it got like stomped out of me. Uh And now I'm like, I try to like not be obnoxious about it in like a, you know, chip-on-their-shoulder atheist way. But that's how I feel on the inside, you know? Uh-huh. It's just like a... What's what's that uh, Trixie Mattel? Uh, someone <laughs> says, it's like, uh, well, what do you think about all these Christians who, like, you know, have an issue with, like, your like existence, you know? And she says, well, God's not real, <laughs> and I am. Ah! So... Do that with that. <laughs> ah, <love> that. Ah. <laughs> and like, that's how I feel. But I feel like that's not how I was born. Uh-huh. You know, like that's like I was ready to to play in the space. I right. was ready to yeah. yes and. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no one would fucking improv with me. Yeah. And now I'm I'm just like, no, I'm not going to fucking play. Uh-huh. And that's not who I was naturally. Mm hmm. But that's who I am now. They made
0: you a bad kid, Cameron.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I kind of feel like drawn this way. Yeah, that's an interesting point. As 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 a as a counter sort of narrative to the Born This Way, it's Mm -hmm. like, well, also this is who I am because of how I was made.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Lady Gaga's cool.
0: Um, Lady Gaga's cool. Yeah. Um, I did want to. Um, (laughs) I found out this recently that. Apparently, in 2010, Joanna Newsom, who's my favorite songwriter, um, had some words about Lady Gaga. Oh. Um, I'm mystified by the laziness of people looking at how she presents herself and somehow assuming that implies there's a high level of intelligence in the songwriting. Her approach to image is really interesting, but you listen to the music and you just hear glow sticks. <laughs> uh... Then later she's like, I may have contradicted myself. My problem isn't actually with Lady Gaga, but there's not much in her music to distinguish it from other glossy formulaic pop. She just happens to wear slightly weirder outfits than Britney Spears, but they're not that weird. They're mostly just skimpy. She's fully marketing her body slash sexuality. She's just doing it while wearing like a fierce telephone hair hat. Her sexuality has no scuzziness, no frank raunchiness in the way that say Peaches or even Grace Jones have. Which is... A fascinating thing to say, like, to say that Lady Gaga does not have scuzziness or raunchiness I comfort to peachism.
1: I don't know. I don't like this.
0: I I was not a fan of this take. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that there's, there's a lot going on with Joanne Innocent because like, so often she's portrayed as like the ultimate manic pixie dream girl in like articles about her. She's like this elfin sort of like otherworldly, like fey type um, songwriter. That's like how all the articles portray her.
1: I don't like cultivated air, air of mystery. <laughs> I don't know? think she yeah. she
0: has had that like put on her. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think she's cultivated. I think she's like hates that shit actually. Um, but I love that like this person who's thought of as this like pure ethereal like elf is like she's just not scuzzy enough. She's gotta get much here. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is also before this specific album comes out. Like, this is okay. just after her, like, first, you know, album.
1: I don't... I don't know. I mean, I, I watched the music videos, and, like, I don't know that she is... I think she is conventional. She has a very Barbieish physique in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's not capitalizing on it in the same way that other artists are. I, I don't know. She's making herself appear non-attractive to, a con- to like, a m- male gaze mm-hmm. a lot of the time in her music videos. That's true, yeah. Even though, even though she is, like, this, like, skinny blonde mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm not saying she's, it's not doing the same thing as Grace Jones, obviously.
0: Uh, I think it's very reductionist to say that she's fully marketing her body slash sexuality yeah. while wearing, like, a quote, fierce telephone hair hat. It's, like, she's doing a lot more, like, subverting things and, like...
1: Yeah. um, She's, like, simulating, like, anally penetrating men. Yeah. And stuff. (laughs) Like, that's not a...
0: And maybe on her off time, it's not simulated.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well...
0: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't my favorite take, Yeah, I, I think maybe Joanna has grown since then, perhaps.
1: I hope so. Yeah. I also understand uh, just saying things, and then they're recorded.
0: I know. She's just, like, kind <laughs> of just, like, going off. At one point, she calls Madonna a dumb. She's like, people say Lady Gaga's the new Madonna, but Madonna's a dumbass. And then she has to, like, email later and be like, I shouldn't have said Madonna's a dumbass. I didn't actually mean that. It's it's hard to be put under a massive level of scrutiny and have like sure. all of your words written down for
1: pastors. I'm not trying to cancel Joanna Newsom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, we'll put a link to that in the I show notes. Think,
1: I think the text and often the music of uh, that she has to offer is m- better than a lot of what Lady Gaga has to offer and is like more potent and like artistic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel comfortable saying that, you know? Yeah. But also, I don't know, don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> be a jerk. It's and just also, a pop like, star, you know? This is an
0: artist working in a different medium. Like, yeah. she's working in the medium of being a public figure and, like, what she does at this.
1: Exactly. And that is, like, like, her art. She's like less of a, a musician yeah.
0: and, like, a songwriter than she is, like, public figure.
1: Yeah. I also, like, I don't know if this is, like, a cool thing to say or not. She's, like, Joanna Newsom is married to Andy Sandberg.
0: she wasn't at the time of this interview okay but she is now yeah
1: and it's just like and i think he's i think he's great but he's also like a public figure who's like uh i don't know often very lowest common denominator you know and it's Mm -hmm. just like sometimes people are just trying to be fun you know yeah and you you know that yes (laughs) you know and you and you think that's fun And you're about to marry someone who is, like... uh, That's
0: true. (laughs) I also wonder just, like, if she kind of got caught up in... This is, like, so fully off topic at this point. But I'm, like, wondering if she got caught up in, like, the whole indie scene and, like, how you just, like, kind of had to disparage, like, big pop stars and you had to be, like... I mean, hipster is, like, kind of a stupid and shitty word. But um, it's kind of, like, that attitude of, like, oh, you like Lady Gaga. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah. Um when 2010. was this interview? 2010? Didn't when did she get nodes for singing badly?
0: <laughs> uh a couple years before that.
1: Before this? Uh-huh. Okay. I I bet she's cha- she's changed and softened and tempered a lot of her opinions <laughs> and grown. <laughs> like Yeah. There's a cost for like being so alternative, you know, at times. Mhm. This was this was I I also yeah like I love Lady. uh, She's
0: also apparently a big fan of Jay Z and Kanye West, which was a, fucking a billionaires. I <laughs> you know, like, It was a lot less controversial also to say that in 2010. It's like yeah, oh my god. Before Kanye was like full Nazi. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a different universe that was. Um, I'm trying to like I don't know. That's fine. Joanna Newsom, you're fine. I had worse takes. Oh I have at way this worse time then than, than this, yeah, this is fine. you're great. I have so much respect for you, including your full humanity <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> having bad takes. That's fine. Can we end with the edge of glory and then uh call yeah. it call it a day, Call yes. it an episode, okay,
0: yeah, this is the one from um is it oh, back when i there was the podcast um good
1: Christian fun.
0: no, I think it um... you're
1: talking about someone else?
0: I'm talking about um
1: okay, I have a... Pump up the jam, <laughs> okay.
0: They they would always like there was like a segment at one point, I think way back when like Demi and Mia were on it together, where it was they would just play like the sound sample of her singing I'm on the edge. So
1: they they would do this in Good Christian Fun too, because really? Demi and what's his name had a Gilmore Girls podcast together oh, for a oh. while. So I wonder if there's a connection there. But every time edging would be mentioned, they would play a, a sound sample mm. of I'm on the edge. Mm. So All right. Uh, here it comes and as s- it were <laughs> and s- this is so meta I'm feeling very edged right now <laughs> I love these synthesizers. It's great. (laughs) I'm on the edge! (laughs) Uh, This is just uh, a song about living in the moment. Can you even imagine a song about that? What? Let's live for tonight. What? Like we're going to die tomorrow. What?
0: That doesn't sound like something you could
1: write a song about. Oh, apparently there's a saxophone solo.
0: What?
1: Okay. So, oh, we should mention this. Is his name... Clarence Clemens from oh, the e, from Street e Street Band. Band. Uh-huh. He's on a couple tracks in this album. Oh, I didn't realize that. Anytime there's saxophone, uh-huh. it's him.
0: Oh, my God. That's a very fun thing to add to this, like, pop record. Yeah, like, apparently she loved
1: record. listening to Bruce Springsteen uh-huh. growing up. And she's like, That's now I want to really work sweet. with this guy.
0: The, the man who has most publicly kissed Bruce Springsteen.
1: <laughs> oh, hell yeah.
0: Yeah. So much slash fix.
1: What a a brag! Yeah, (laughs) what a flex! All right, I'm gonna see if I can find this section. very meat and potatoes yeah, saxophonous but i really love i i love the energy that he brings
0: yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: well i'm born this way i'm on the right track i was born this way to one day decide to be reborn as a motorcycle mermaid <laughs> well Motormaid. Mercycle.
0: motorcycle <laughs>
1: Uh, should we should we call it? <laughs> yes,
0: let's call it a night. Um, thanks for listening, y'all. We'll be back next week, the week after.
1: With I bet we can meet this week okay. or, or next week, yeah. Uh, We've got to do it early.
0: I'll, yeah, I'll have to record the remote. I'll be in my parents' house, I think. Oh, cool. Um, but that's doable. Um, yeah, so we'll be back at some point um, with the next Lady Gaga album. Until that time, thanks for listening. You can email us at email at website. Tweet. Don't tweet us. We don't. <laughs> We're off of Twitter. <laughs> Stormfront 2.0 is I'm like, no thanks. Um, we do have a Discord, though. We have a link to that in our show notes. Um, you can support us in a couple different ways. Share the good news about the show, the real, the true God spell. Um, And you can also do the reviews, the stars, the words, um, on like Apple podcasts and other places. Um, you can also give us money if you want, you can support the show directly by going to support.boxset.website and that'll take you to our Patreon.
1: It does cost money to host this show. Yes. I probably owe you also some more money. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll look into that. Um, Yeah kick us a few bucks and you'll get access to all of our bonus materials including a weekly mini show called what's in the box weekly this week cameron talked about this uh, i actually remember this time but i still like setting you up
1: wait i didn't write it down you forgot Fuck. yeah what did i talk about? about the dispossessed and oh, reading okay. it for a
0: second time and what it was like to read a second time okay and i talked about the legend of zelda tears of the oh, kingdom very good yeah um, just the, the opening. I'm just a little bit into it. I'm not even out of the like opening, like basically, tutorial levels. You're on
1: the edge of new uh, Noob Island.
0: Yes, exactly. And at some point, I'm just going to leave off the edge.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Oh, the other thing you should do, listen to cameras Out the podcast. Listen to cameras Out the podcast. It's called Get Up in the Cool. I was trying to talk very fast. Because-
1: 351 episodes. Oh Go God. get them.
0: Oh, my God. That's
1: so much. Always leave them one and less as Maddie always says. <laughs> yes.
0: Um uh yeah, so until next week I've been Maddie Hunt and I'm the Master in Chief. Oh
1: fuck, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm Cameron Doit and I'm the Motorcycle Mermaid. <laughs> I mean, it is nice. Biden yeah. is very, very seldomly clear. <laughs> Every once in a while he nails it, but most of the time it's just like, what the fuck did what you what just say? <laughs> Who the fuck is Corn Pop? <laughs> did you just threaten to r- run over a journalist for asking you about Israel? <laughs>
0: did you just call all millennials dog-faced pony soldiers? <laughs>
1: Is this a two truths and a lie, or did he actually say that? He did say that. Holy shit! <laughs> dog-faced pony soldiers. Yeah,
0: I know he didn't call. All, but it was like a young person who was being uppity and had a cre- like a, a challenging question, and he <laughs> Biden dog. Sorry, lying dog-faced pony soldier.
1: <laughs> so there's a value judgment in there. <laughs> yes,
0: and it was a woman too.
1: Holy shit! Great. God.
0: Saying that his brother loved to use that as a line from a movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was in response, apparently, to a young female voter asked Joe Biden why voters should believe he can win. This was in the primary.
1: It's a reasonable question. <laughs> yes. We were concerned. <laughs>
0: um, and then he asks if she's ever been to a caucus before when she says, yes, Biden snaps. No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier.
1: Holy shit.
0: Cool cool guy.
1: <laughs> cool guy. Love that. He's
0: so respectful. <laughs> you know he really gets us. He's got our back.